With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, y'all. We're going to go to the cypher. It's the NFL draft. We're going to do a little pre-stuff. We're not gonna we we gonna we're gonna take our own little special twist to get this thing going, you know, because it's an it's an inexact science. Everybody will talk about this and talk about that, and you get a Tom Brady who who ran seven minutes in the 40 and he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. You you just all this all this stuff that started with the Dallas Cowboys and uh uh Tex Ram and all these guys doing all this analysis back in the 70s, kind of growing into the combine. And all this stuff in shorts, but at the end of the day, the tape matters. Like there's an exact science, but we're gonna do our best. And the draft, no matter how good they're not, they are. It always starts with the quarterback. And the four quarterbacks that everybody's talking about right now, also Kyler Murray, Heisman Trophy winner out of Oklahoma, Dwayne Haskins uh, out of Ohio State, uh, Drew Locke out of Missouri, and Daniel Jones out of Duke are like the prominent ones who are in everybody's conversation around quarterback. So. Like everything, we got to start with the quarterback piece. When you think about the quarterbacks in the draft and what you've been hearing about them, you know, what's been your general thoughts and who are you gravitating towards? Uh, what do you What do you think about this this crop of quarterbacks? Darnell, I'll go at you first, and then we'll come. We'll go to Hank. I like three of them, but the rest of them I'm iffy on. I like Kyler Murray because of his playmaking ability, both with his legs and with his arm. I like Will Greer with his um, not Will Greer. I like Drew Locke out of Missouri for his um, kind of like a gunslinger mentality. He has a good arm, very aggressive. And you have um, Dwayne Haskins, the um, kind of like the point guard of the offense. I call him Cassius Winston because he thought he thought him at the combine looking just like with the headband. But he um, he reminds me a lot of that. But um, those are the three quarterbacks I like. Daniel Jones, I haven't necessarily seen him a lot. I've heard a lot of comparisons to him and Blake Bortles, so that kind of turns me off to him. And mm-hmm. um, Will Greer, once again, I, I don't necessarily know too much about him, to be honest. But that's what I think about the quarterbacks. But, yeah. Hank, what your quarterback crop? You know, it's not it's not with the buzz that they had last year, but, um, you know, what have you been thinking about these quarterbacks and what you've been hearing? You know, I, I, I don't know, you know, and, and, and I don't want to turn this into something that is not, but I've watched Dwayne Haskins, okay, all year long here in Big Ten country. You have too. And to me, he is probably the most uh, NFL-ready quarterback that Ohio State has ever had, okay? The young man has got a cannon for an arm. He's accurate, okay? He can throw slants. All right, he's got all he's got he's he's got an NFL arm, okay? He proved uh late in the season with Ohio State that he could move around the pocket a little bit. All right. And somehow for so for some reason, I don't know what, uh, his draft stock has dropped. 
Now, I don't know if that's somebody trying to play a game or what. But now, if you hear me come on these airwaves, and I'm giving props to an Ohio State quarterback, y'all might want to start go, go start buying some lottery mm-hmm. tickets, okay? Because some things is about to change. And I'm telling you, I paid a very close attention to what, what – I, I watched him in the combine, okay? He's not a speed demon, but, you, but give me quarterbacks right now in the NFL that are, okay? But he's accurate. He knows how to read defenses, okay? Everything, all, everything that – all the intangibles that you want from a young quarterback to start trying to build your um, – to try to build your franchise around, all right? He's got all the intangibles there, and yet for some reason – his draft stock has dropped, but Drew Locke and some of these other guys is rising. And this and this, this quarterback from Duke, which everybody's giving all of this uh, props to, I I'm I'm not sold on it. I mean, he, to Cutcliffe. me, he doesn't pass. Uh huh. That says David Cutcliffe. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, doesn't pass. He, the, the, the eye test to me yeah. is okay. All right, Kyler yeah. Murray. If you want to make it a, a a a kick about Kyler Murray, it's because of his height. He's five seven. All right, but look. Um, you had some short quarterbacks that made their way in the NFL. The one thing I love about Kyler Murray is the same thing that um, I love about Pat Mahomes, okay? He's got that baseball mentality at the quarterback position. He can throw from any angle accurately, all right, and he can get the ball out. And when the play is off schedule or or, or the uh, route is off schedule, he knows how to create. And if he needs to get up field, he, need, he, can, get up, he can get up field. All right, but he is these two are the, the most talented quarterbacks that's coming out of this draft. Okay, I'm talking about from a quarterback perspective, not just because they got speed, not just because they can get out the pocket, but they can throw, they can read defenses. Okay, they they, they they're cerebrally good quarterbacks, and for some reason they start their, their stock is dropping. I don't know what that is, and I don't want to really say. Also, you know you exactly know, what that is. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> we're, we're, we're real sports guys. I, I want to piggyback because I think you guys made really good points about the other quarterbacks. I want to stick with this Dwayne Haskins thing. This kind of is, it's just been bothering me. For years, um, people have talked about the importance of throwing from the pocket. They've talked about size. They've talked about all these things. And then you get this young man, and I agree with you. I, I, I was in, in, in Michigan Stadium last year against Ohio State. When their starting quarterback got hurt, and this, this young freshman or this young phenom, Dwayne Haskins, comes running on the field. And it was almost like that is not the guy we wanted to see. And he was slinging the ball around. And this was Michigan's opportunity to beat Ohio State. And that cat kid went down the field like nothing. And I'm thinking, this is going to be a problem. And his last three games of this year, I think he was 14 touchdowns, one interception. He's thrown 50 touchdowns. Now, if this was anybody else, exactly, he would be a number one draft pick. You, I watched him on Get Up and his chalk talk. When you talk to when you you listen to him describe routes and why he made decisions, this guy is Peyton Manning. This kid is hasn't learned a B in in school, taking AP like like. When you're talking about acumen, like if you if you ever get a video of him on Get Up sitting there going through and talking about how he's making adjustments in the way he was talking about where the defense was put, like this kid was talking like it was a seminar class. And I'm like, how are you watching this as an NFL GM or coach and not knowing that – how can y'all come up with this conclusion? Because he's kind of mild-mannered, understated. He's but crazy. y'all always saying that that's, that's the stuff y'all say y'all want. Y'all don't want y'all quarterback to be – 
the uh, the social media thing. He ain't, he ain't interested in that stuff. He's interested in playing football. He's so, the football. So, again, this is a guy from Ann Arbor, Michigan. Grew up as a Wolverine fan, making a case for a Buckeye. But at the end of the exactly. day, the reason why we are real, it's about talent. And I feel about as sure about him. I, I've had my players. Everybody was everybody was uh, 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 pushing me on a few. Last year, we had an argument about Baker. I was like, you know, even though I was arguing about, like, what are we talking about? Like, the eye test tells me everything I need to know uh, about Baker. I mean, over the years, if you check the tape, uh, we've argued about this. But this is the guy who has all the attributes that every time I hear these NFL quarter folks talk about, can't you got to throw from the pocket, he throws from the pocket. You got to be able to read defenses. He can read defenses. Read his pre-snap reads and his post-snap reads. And he can talk you through what he was thinking. Like some of the throws they were showing, the adjustments he was making. He was he had one, he was describing how the linebacker was trying to set him up. And so he was, he kind of let his eyes move the linebacker and he threw over. Like the way he talks about this stuff, I, I John Ruin would wet himself. That's why I think John Ruin was trying to go get him. You know, it's, 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 I've never, I've, I've not, I've been perplexed by what I've been hearing folks say about Dwayne Haskins, given what the eye test says. Exactly. Given what we, all we've heard about quarterbacks and how the narrative can change on him, where if you just, if you made him another shade, they would be calling him Peyton Manning-esque. Exactly. Exactly. With all those attributes. So I, y'all, y'all, y'all made a good case. I have just been... I've been steaming. I'm sitting here watching this stuff, and I'm like, listen to his chalk talk. This is a kid who understands football at a high level this and takes pride in, 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 in it. I just can't I, – I, I can't understand how these people come up with this crap. And he, and, and he played for Ohio State. Yep. And he was slinging the when ball. A, when a offensive coach who was in the NFL. Right. Look, he's slinging the ball all over, this, all over Buckeye Stadium, all over the horseshoe. That's not even what they do, okay? That's how good he was, all right? Then, late in the season, they they said, we need you to be a little bit more mobile. And he did it. Yes. All right? And and the thing about it is, is that, uh, again, I can't can't put my finger on it. When I looked at his combine, when I look at everything, he should be, he should be a top three pick. Why, you know, the fact that uh, you got teams that's, that's, that's talking about passing on him, he could drop. And I don't know what it is. I don't know. I don't know. What I'm gonna tell you right now. My most impressive game. People beware. The most impressive game I had that I watched him play was Purdue, where they were under duress in the yeah. way he was playing in that game, trying to keep his team in it in a game that they lost on the road at Purdue. That to me was that showed a lot about who he was as a right. kid. Now I'm reminding you, I'm from the team up north. <laughs> I'm from the team up north, and I'm arguing. Yeah. For a Me guy, too. because it's on merit. At the end of the day, this is on merit. This kid, I could make an argument. I think he's better than Kyler Murray for all the other pieces you're talking about. As far as if, as far if, as, if, if it wasn't for the fact we'll talk about later of who they got as head coach in Arizona, yeah. because the style they play, Kyler's better for their style. But when you're talking about upside for everything we say about an NFL quarterback, whoever get whoever don't take Dwayne Haskins get fired. I don't know because um, Dwayne Haskins might be the um, the better prototypical quarterback. You know, we have the size on him and stuff like that, big arm. But in my opinion, Kyler Murray is that dude. He's the playmaker. He can get outside. He can throw from any angle. He can throw from anywhere. He can get outside. 
I think because, I, but what makes Dwayne so bad? He ain't holding it that long. Like he said, it don't matter. I get it out in two point one seconds. <laughs> it don't matter. It don't. It don't matter. It don't matter about movement when you get rid of the ball. Like you know what I'm saying. So I think I think they both got attributes. But look who went in. Like 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 Brady ain't running. Right. Right. And Brady that's ain't scrambling. And, and, and I don't want to hear that. Okay. You, I don't want to hear that that foolishness. You go, you like like you Chicago Bears last year. You yeah. and you take a flyer on Mitch Trubisky. You gonna tell me Mitch Trubisky has got a better uh, resume than than Dwayne Haskins in college? I tell you, absolutely no. No. Okay. Absolutely no. Under the limelight, under the okay. heat, okay. expectation. You gonna tell me? You gonna tell me Drew Locke has got a better resume than Dwayne Haskins? Give me a break. Okay. You gonna tell me Will Greer? With his steroid taking self, it's got a resume. Dwayne Haskins, come on, tell the truth. This is tell the that, that goes on right now. This is why some of these guys that's running these NFL franchises don't need no job. Oh okay? my goodness! Because you look here. If you got, if you if you got eyes like Stevie Wonder, maybe you shouldn't be doing this job. <laughs> that's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. There we go. Did you hear about Mel Kiper saying? Um, the Giants could go with Daniel Jones. Well, um, Daniel Jones over Haskins. Okay, that, that's not a decision the Giants would make, and you you will regret it for the next twenty years. Go ahead and do that craziness. I'm telling you. Uh, all right, go fellas, ahead. I want you to uh, name your top. It doesn't matter your top five players you're excited about in this draft. Um, that you are uh, Darnell. Who are your top five players that you're top excited about? Top five players off the top of my head: Quinn and number one, Quinn and Williams. Josh Allen, number two. Colin Murray, number three. Um, Dwayne Haskins, number four. And Greedy. Doggone you. <laughs> you say who, Greedy? Greedy yeah. Williams. Yep, 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 yep. So who you got, Hank? You know what? We, you know, great minds think alike. You know, I, I, I've got, I've got Kyler Murray and Dwayne Haskins, you know, for the obvious reasons that we've talked about. But then I got Christian Wilkins. Okay, mm-hmm. the defensive tackle out of Clemson. You got to have one of those players with that stellar uh, defensive front that Clemson had. You know, and I look at him as one of the bigger guys. I also got Greedy Williams, and then I had to go with a with a homegrown young man over here up in Ann Arbor. I had to go with Devin Bush. Yeah, Devin Bush had a real, real, real nice uh, a combine. Okay, uh, and, and those of those of us in the Midwest know about his speed, know about his talent. Um, and between him and Devin White, you know, with LSU, uh, going to probably be the two uh, first linebackers taken off the board. But I, I, I'm, I'm excited to see where Devin Bush goes. I think he's going to yeah. be a top five pick. I'm with you. Uh, my I, uh, Dwayne Haskins is one, and I'm just because of I just obviously because every all the stuff I just said. Um, I'm excited about where he's going to go. Uh, Quentin Williams, I love this kid, man. I love his personality. I love when you hear his story about how he came to be where he is and just how he gets after it. Um, I, I, this kid's got a great story, and he's just a beast. I mean, he requires a double team. I, I'm with Devin Bush. I mean, when you have a linebacker running a 4-4, 3 and a 40, other things he did, particularly when you have to have linebackers who can run with some of these great tight ends they have now, but you don't have to take him off the field. You know, he can get up under some of these tight ends. He's the kind of guy that can uh, has the kind of speed, if you want to, get underneath on some of these slot receivers. I mean, there's so much more you can do with him. He's smart. He comes with that 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 pedigree for the NFL uh, uh, with it, and I think he has excellent training and preparation uh, for it. I'm going to Clemson thing 
but I'm going with Dexter Lawrence. This is a guy who starts with a double team and ends with a double team. Um, I, I think this guy is a beast um, and is uh, going to be a problem child uh, at the next level. The other guy that we haven't talked about because of where he was and then he didn't play the last couple games uh, of his season and had an altercation with his coach. What's on some crazy stuff? Ed Oliver from Houston. Yeah. Yeah, I, I yeah. think this guy nice. Um, and at first I wasn't gonna put him on because of it. When, but when I went back and looked at the story again, Major Major was on some on some on some petty stuff. Yeah, you got a rule on the sidelines, but you coaching, that's not like that wasn't it. I mean, this guy gave you everything and to 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 concentrate on that when you're trying to figure out how to win a game. So I took him off of that issue. But this is a guy in a time like today when you think about um, having a guy who can who needs to command a double team. When we look at kind of how the Rams play and having that, you know, how important these linemen are, uh, uh, Oliver or somebody, I think, you know, would be good. But I think a lot of things that you guys said were, were, were great, great picks. Who's your sleepers or sleeper or sleepers that you have in the draft? Hank, I, I, is there anybody we should be paying attention to? Yes, there is. And, and, again, you know, I'm one of the geeks that actually took the time and the effort to watch some of these combines. And some of these players – Really impressed me, you know, um, and we should keep an eye out. The first one I want to mention is Rock Yashin. I stole Rock from was Rock was clowning. At the, he was clowning at the combine, okay, and, and, and doing his thing. And, and then, they, then if you look at some, some, some tape on him, he was, he was very integral in that Temple defense, okay. So I, he, he, he's somebody I would love to see here in Detroit, you know, going the second round or something like that. That, that would be a, a nice compliment, you know, uh, uh, to, uh, to, to uh, the other corner, the cornerback in Detroit. So that, that him, I would like to with the meet with Sam, I think. So that would be cool there. Um, the other player that I picked is a uh, Paris Campbell. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on my Buckeye thing. You ain't Ohio State. I'm on my Buckeye <laughs> thing here, but Paris Campbell was clowning. He's one of the fastest wide receivers at the combine. Got decent hands, and it wouldn't behoove it would it would behoove the Giants to look at a Dwayne Haskins, and then going and picking up a Paris Campbell probably in the second half since they done already got rid of, you know, uh, Oda and Beckham Jr. to try to help that the receiving core. And then, I can't, again, got to go local, Chase Winovich. Chase Winovich got a motor, okay? Uh, ran, ran, ran very well in the combine. Uh, was getting it done, okay, especially when uh, Rashawn Gary went out. He was the, he was the man that, that, that the staple. At, on that defensive front for Michigan, okay, until he got hurt. And I think he would be a nice compliment for anybody's defense. You start talking about speed that you want on the front, okay, you start looking at what the, what the Rams are doing, you can, you can see somebody like a um, like a Chase Winovich in, in the second round maybe going to a Seattle or something like that since right now all of a sudden they've gotten rid of Frank Clark now. All right, Darnell, who, who are your sleepers? Okay, number one, like he said, Rocket Sin. He's a very um, – He's a ball hawking corner. He's yes. a corner that's very. I think they got him projected maybe going to the Pittsburgh. I thought. Yeah. He, yeah. He's, a, he's a ball hawk. He he has very good ball skills. He reads um, he plays zone like almost like a safety. He's very aggressive. I like the way he plays. You have Nasir Adderley, the um, safety out of um Delaware. Yes, he's, he's good. good all around player. He can hit. That's one thing I love about safeties. And um, you have – since you went to Michigan um, – David Long. I'm going with uh, – I like I like that one too. But Rashan Gary, because a lot of people 
a lot of people are getting down on Rashawn Gary, but I think he's going <laughs> to – He's gonna, <laughs> I, I tried to go to Gary, but I'm, I'm trying, man. A lot of people are gonna. Um, he's gonna remind a lot of people of why he was touted the way he was because you saw him. I'm still ball. trying to figure out why. why. Oh, did you re- did you realize he played his whole senior year with a torn uh, with a torn labrum? He didn't. He but didn't. See, he didn't what, take the Nick Bosa way out. He didn't. <laughs> he didn't quit on his teammates. Okay, played, but 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 what about last year? And what about what about last year? Okay, my, my thing is with Rashawn Gary. You get your volume. Okay, okay. Well, one thing I got to tell you about Rashawn Gary, all right, I did not see, okay, I did not see the, the, the stake that came with the sizzle, all right? I didn't see it. Okay, they say he was double teamed and all this kind of stuff, and then later on he wants to say it's the scheme. But you're supposed to be such a highly touted end, and they were trying to move him all over the place. You just did not see – what 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 all the hype is about and so for me having seen him having seen him all right you're gonna have to show me something now is he is is he immensely talented for his size absolutely absolutely but see one thing about Rashawn Gary if there's somebody he's supposed to dominate he gonna dominate him that ain't saying nothing though okay you got some some inexperienced uh tackle in college you're gonna dominate him all right but if you're in the pros and you got a Pro Bowl uh, tackle or something, he going to disappear. And one of the things with Michigan, he disappeared in some of those big games. Okay, he didn't dominate. Okay, I'm talking about games like Michigan State last year, okay, <laughs> when he was healthy. Ohio State last year when he was healthy. Okay, so these are things that when you start talking about the eyeball test, yeah, he, he he's fast for his size and he's strong for his size, but – I, I don't know about the young man's heart. He's going to have to show me. I, I, the jury's out. He showed well, I, I, I remember. I remember when we saw him come out uh, as a freshman, when he brought all his freshmen out at the at the spring game we were at, Hank, yeah. when, uh, yeah. when, when the guy almost choked on the national anthem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the professor of music of really the world-renowned. <laughs> he, he started singing the national anthem. was like... <laughs> and then, but they had a great halftime gig where they brought out all... Like Harbaugh brought out all these guys and they called him out and Sean Gary ran out last and everybody's excited. You know, maybe, maybe being a change of scenery and pro, he's talented. So I, I think the sleeper, because they have been, he's been quiet when they were talking about all these linemen, he's in there, they haven't touted him the way the of his ability. So I think that's an interesting <laughs> one for you to pick. You know, so I'm going to put mine in. So I did go with uh, David Long, um, corner, and he's ranked fourth amongst corners, he's like 33 overall. Um, and I think he's – Michigan has produced some cats who played at the next level decently at corner. I think, you know, he's a – I think he's an interesting steal. When you look at his time over over time, I think the, the passing rate against him was like 24.3. I mean, he's a guy who's uh, played decently um, uh, there in a, in, a, in, a, in a defense where you on an island a lot. So – you know, I, I you know me. I always been. I was a critic of the, the defensive coordinator at Michigan for a number of reasons in games where I thought they needed to switch it up. Sometimes play zone, some of those things. But I think this is a kid that um, I think could be a, a special kind of steal somewhere in the league. That you need corners. You need guys who know how to play what, the way they play today. The other thing. This is someone linked to uh, a, a former Super Bowl champion, Mark Rippin, his nephew, uh, Brett Rippin, who plays at Boise State. Um, who um, 
has been compared even to Derek Carr coming out in terms of the um, some of the stuff he's done. He's he's the all time um, uh, for passing yards at thirteen hundred yards. But you know, somewhere late in the second, third round, you know, when everybody's talking about these other quarterbacks, there are quarterbacks to be found. And this sounds like somebody who's come from a pedigree. Um, Boise State, people forget about what kind of program it's been because, you know, it, it, it doesn't have the same kind of gravitas it probably had, um, you know, three or four years ago. It was like football's version of Gonzaga uh, for a while there. Um, but this is a young man, I think, when you, if you're looking for a later round uh, 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 quarterback, someone who started for four years, who comes from a family pedigree of knowing how to play quarterback, um, you know, uh, a good athlete, a, a really good kind of um, skill set. You're looking for somebody you can get late if you don't get one of these other top quarterbacks. Someone who appears to know how to play the game um, is someone that I, I would look at. This one is a, a lineman. Now, one of the things that – because they had a down year. I, I got to go with my own backyard. Wisconsin started three guys who are in – when you look at rankings, these guys are in the top 20 rankings of offensive linemen. And the one who led it the most who was um, – who was um, uh, uh, offensive lineman of the Big Ten of the year in 2018 is Michael Dieter. Um, this is a guy who can play in a league where you've got to play from the inside out now. And most times people are, you know, talking about the left tackle and everything else. But now today, because they're putting so much pressure up the front, up the middle, uh, with some of the linemen that you have who are oh, those tackles who are putting up, this is a guy who can play guard. In his freshman year, he played center. He played guard. He played, I mean, so this is a guy um, that can play all, and some of the criticism I think he's received is because he, he was, I don't think he's able to be in a position where he's able to develop, but he's still been all Big Ten and in a place that's produced linemen. And they got two other guys, uh, David Edwards uh, and then uh, Bo uh, Vincentshaw, who are both, both these guys are, um, are, are going to be in the league. So these are guys who spent a entire career playing, and he kind of led the you know, uh, the way in terms of alignment. So this is someone I would, you know, as you're looking for alignment, probably third round. Um, he's a guy I think can be really good in a place where you need cats who can play more than one position. He can play them all. Um, and, you know, Wisconsin's produced linemen. That's one thing it's done. When you think about, I'm going to use the faith meter, guys. we got the top 10 picks. Everybody's talking about top 10 picks. Now, these are the teams that have, are in the top 10. You got, the Cardinals, 49ers, the Jets are third, the Raiders, Tampa Bay, the Giants, Jacksonville, Detroit, Buffalo, and Denver. We'll call this a faith meter. Who do you have faith in who you don't have a faith in? Out of these teams, who are the teams that you have the most faith in to make the right decision in, in, in these teams who have a top 10 pick? I'll go to you, Hank. Well, I, those teams right there, I got to go with Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville, the they're going to make the right pick? They're going to make the right pick. Okay, mm. this is a team that, if you look at them, this, this, this is what I look at. I look at the – They've drafted correctly. I can't say that, yes. Huh? Exactly. The only poor decision was a quarterback place, but they've drafted well. But they've drafted correctly. Okay. Okay, and they've got some talent on that team. People fail to realize that they were, they were in, nearly in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Okay, mm -hmm. so you have to be making some pretty decent personnel decisions. All right, yeah, the, the, at the quarterback position, they failed on. Now here's the thing with them: they've got an opportunity to get the to get that right this year. Okay, somebody gonna fall to them. We've been talking 
All right. And if I was Jacksonville and if Dwayne Haskins is sitting there, if, if somebody lost their mind and he's sitting there, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Okay, that that's my <laughs> franchise quarterback. But also, too, if I'm Jacksonville, you know, I'm also looking at the running back position. Okay. Un- unfortunately, Leonard Fournette has proven he cannot stay healthy. Okay. And there's and there and there are some top-notch running backs in this in this draft. We haven't talked about them that much. So I I of, of those teams that we've talked about. Uh, I look at that team as, as 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 the one that's most likely to make the right decision. Also, because it's not like they got a whole lot of holes to fill, too. Right. You know. Yeah. So they got them projected to take T.J. Hawkerson, uh, tight end. Yeah. That's who they uh, they have projected uh, that 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 they're going to take a tight end, um, uh, who's a Mackey Award winner, uh, kind of a Dallas Clark type cat. But then they grabbed Foles, huh? Then they already they grabbed Nick Foles, right? Yeah, they got Nick Foles. So, so they probably you know, I think they're, I, I think yeah, I think they're trying to look for their safety net. They're trying to see if they can yeah. find their Gronk or their kind of their their which, which makes sense. Back. But I still I would see I, I would still be ready. I would still start getting my quarterback ready. You know, if it's available. But like you said, T.J. Hawkinson, and they've got him. You know, going anywhere between Jacksonville, Detroit, heaven forbid. You know, uh, so, <laughs> so. we know side you gonna put them on. Oh, shoot! Uh, uh, Darnell, who a uh, faith meter? Who do you have faith in? My uh, um, John Gruden, uh, Oakland Raiders. I, my faith is going in um John Gruden because I know a lot of people are gonna be like John Gruden. He made all these bad moves in the first. Round. I don't know. In my opinion, I think he has a plan. He's up to something. He got three first round picks. He's gonna. Um, I think he's gonna shoot for the fences, and he's gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna get some good players. He's gonna fill some holes, and, I, and that's my pick. Well, and I would say I got two, and I'm gonna. I was. That was one on my list. My faith in uh, Oakland Raiders is not John Gruden. <laughs> it's Mike Mayock, and and I I was very critical about the hiring process to get Mike Mayock, but Mike Mayock is like the Huey Brown of football. He he's a guy who is a football junkie knows his football, and is really going to be leading the charge in that evaluation of how those picks are going to be done. And so, for me, um, my, my faith in them is through Mike Mayotte, not necessarily Gruden. But I think Gruden, obviously, I think has a plan. But I think Mike Mayotte has done a number of these things. He's evaluated a lot of these players. He knows them through and through. And I think that's why I put my faith in. The other one I put my faith in is, is John Lynch in San Francisco. You know, I think it's a pretty easy pick for them to do, but how they built that team, to me, the, the having a team turn around, you have to know, are they developing the philosophy of who they are? And I think San Francisco is developing a philosophy about how they want to play the game. I thought we saw that towards the end of the year. I thought, you know, and they got this, you know, uh, what's my guy, uh, uh, Kirby, whatever it is, uh, the tight end they have out there. Um, oh, George uh, Kittle. Kittle. I, get that. I knew it was a okay. Um they, they know they want to play down the middle of the field. They know they want to control that. You know, they got their quarterback in the future if he can get healthy. So, so they got some things happening on offense. But now they're investing on the defensive side of the ball. Um, and, you know, obviously people are projecting to take Nick Bosa. But I think they got a solid plan in San Francisco. And I trust them. Uh, you know, this is not a hard pick for them. But you could debate whether Nick Bosa is the right pick. You know, you could make it for me. You know, I, you could. There's some other pieces. Um, you know, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out the Bosa thing, 
you know, I'm trying to figure out mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm totally sold on the Bosa for just the thing you just said, but he's going to be who he is and they're going to go with, but I think they're going to make the right pick. Who I'll start with you, uh, Darnell. Who do you don't, who, who are the people you have the least amount of faith in making the right pick? I think there's a lot more teams on this side for me than, um, than the people that I trust. Yeah. Because if you're on this side, then uh, obviously you made a lot of decisions to get yourself here. <laughs> but, um, That's a great one. I'm starting off with Detroit for obviously for obvious reasons <laughs> that we've seen. What gave that one away? <laughs> the Detroit uh, got Denver for their questionable decisions, questionable decision making. And my third team is um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Wow, I didn't have them on my list. I thought they might be. So why do you have Tampa? I don't. <laughs> I don't trust them. I thought they made the right choice. I thought they, but the coach they chose helped me understand somebody's making a decent decision and going the right direction. But that, that's an interesting one. You're right. I mean, you end up on this list because you made a whole bunch of bad decisions. I thought the best decision they made so far is getting the right coach in there. Who was their coach? Uh, it's uh, my guy who used to be with the Cardinals. Oh, they got um, Bruce Arians. Bruce oh, Arians. Oh, that's a good that's a Who has a relationship. So I, that's to me, he knows how to build a team culture. To me, that was the best decision they made. And so uh, to know that and be able to coax him out was uh, – I felt like they were making decisions. But you, you, you're right. Until they prove it, you could keep them on the list. Hey, who do you got? Okay. This one is this one. This one was way too easy. Okay. This was in my wheelhouse. Okay. You 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 just you just, you just hung a breaking ball, and that's what I was looking for. You know, you know I'm gonna go to the Detroit Lions, first and foremost. Okay. And simply because every Lions fan right now is on pins and needles. And you know why? Because I can tell you right now that every Lions fan will tell you what do the Lions need? They need defensive help. They need linebackers, okay? You've got a wealth of defensive linemen and linebackers that the Lions could pick in the first eight picks that's going to be there, okay? And then you've also got some stellar cornerbacks, right? But yet, but yet, but yet, you still got some folks that's projecting them to pick either TJ Hawkinson or Noah Fant, all right? A tight end, all right? (laughs) And, and, and once again, or, or dare I say, trade down and get somebody else who's not even that, – that, and it just it drives you crazy. So that's the one team that I could go all day on. We ain't got enough time for that. But the other one that we haven't talked about, and I'm saying, is the New York Giants. I don't trust the New York Giants. I don't have faith in the New York Giants. Why? Because you got to look at their totality of, how, of their personnel moves. All right. So they go and get rid of Odell Beckham. Okay. They act like they don't want to do anything to move um, a Manny. Okay. Eli Manny. All right. There was folks that they that thought that, that that it would be genius for them to go and get a quarterback of the future and then get a wide receiver of the future. But no, they're not even projected to do that. That's one team that I've, I know New Yorkers are going crazy. They, the, the personnel decisions that they decide to make okay, over the course of the last year or so, are very questionable, to say the least. So you're going into this draft, and it's going to be real interesting to see what they do. All right, so, hey, if you're Detroit, who do you take? If I'm Detroit, if Devin White is there or Devin Bush, I'm jumping all over that, okay? I'm looking first for that linebacker. If not, then I'm looking at the defense, okay? I'm looking at my defensive line, all right? And I'm looking at – 
my boy here, either Christian Wilkins or or Dexter. I'm looking at I'm looking to I'm looking, looking like to help my defensive front, huh? Okay. So you're looking at Clemson. I'm looking at I'm looking at those they were pro linemen last year. Yeah. Okay? Defensive front. You got to do you gotta put pressure on the quarterback. All right. And if I'm going to do anything on my offensive all at all, it's gonna be late second, early third. But I'm yeah. going to address my defense. You got, they, they, got projected, they got to project to get Williams a guard. Yeah. Again, again, you know, you got you got you got you got Darius Slay and you don't have, and, 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 and a bag of footballs as the other cornerback. Okay. You can't name any linebackers that's that's worth you got to address your defense. And the Lions haven't done this. They've, they've, they've kept on trying to put weapons around Matthew Stafford because he's got cocoa puffs for brains and he can't throw. He, you know, he can't think. They keep on trying to do that, but they won't address the defense. And when they had a good defense, they won 11 ball games. That's yeah, all I'm saying. In my opinion, I would go greedy first. And the second round, I'm looking at um, Matt Wilson out of Alabama. And that's somebody I didn't mention as far as the guys that are being overlooked, but – Watching a lot of Alabama last year, Mac Wilson. Mac Wilson can play some football, mm-hmm. and he's a hard hit. But you're saying the same thing I'm saying. I don't care who it is, yeah. as long as they address the defense first. Right. You know, they need to address the defense first, and now you're not going to do it. Maybe They're going to so- go with an offensive guard. They're going to go with a tight end, and you go and you're going to hear, you're going to hear a cussing coming from all over the state of Michigan because they did it again. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm going to name mine. I have three. And I could have more for just what, what Darnell said. If you're on this list, your trust level is already low. But I'm going to start with the first team that's going to pick, the Cardinals. And the reason why I'm going to say this is how are you going to trust a team that hired a coach who had a losing record and got fired by his alma mater? That's exactly. the first decision you made. <laughs> now, everything after that, it has to be questionable. Right. And I think the only way Kyler Murray doesn't win and doesn't be successful. The irony is the coach who they think can coach him the best. There's no proof that this coach can manage a team and manage a program. And I have no confidence unless proven otherwise. That's one. Number two, the Jets, Jets, Jets. Of course. You got you got Le'Veon Bell, baby, but he ain't showing up for practice. <laughs> <laughs> First day about like to build camaraderie with his teammates. He already done had a year off. Why well, he need more time off? <laughs> That's it. But at the end of the day, you are the Jets. I've said enough. You, <laughs> you are the Jets. I can't trust you. Can't right. trust you. And finally, people say, "Look, Devon, you from Michigan? Your favorite team has got to be the Lions." Even my colleagues who said to me, "Like, you know, we're working on something," and she's like. You're a Lions fan, right? You maybe go to Green Bay Lions game. I was like, maybe I'll go do that. And why, 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 why am I not a Lions fan? Because there's no one who's ever coached the Lions and gone on to coach another team. It's the place where you go to die. It's like they've ruined more promising career. Look at Steve, like Mariucci. Mariucci was successful in 49ers. Went to Coastal Lions. He been at NFL uh, uh, Network forever. Ain't never looking back on coaching. They have right. have got him to the point where he gunshot. The only way they they, had, they probably have to pray for him before he walk on the field before a production. You're like they drain you, and then you got a GM after the performance they put on out here. Tried to rationalize their hire, their coach, with the beard and all the questionable background, 
and all decisions because he changed the team culture. What culture? What 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 we talking about? We talking about a, a, a franchise who had Billy Sims, Barry who had, Sanders, who had who had who had who had Sanders, who had Herman Moore, who had who had Megatron. Like the list goes on and on, and we can't win. I don't trust you. Had no faith. You had to prove me wrong. What about the Buffalo Bills? That was the team I was thinking about too. Yeah, I was thinking about Buffalo, but Buffalo found a way to play tough anyway. Like, they've – and the Allen pick was kind of questionable, but he, he proved out to be all right. But they they seem to be like they stabilizing, but they're still questionable. I would probably put Denver before them because Elway hasn't shown me anything around No, his- he hasn't. He really hasn't addressed his quarterback. Like, tough is an obvious one. Like, you had to be a chronically ill not to pick that one right. But 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 from a quarterback, the number of quarterback carousel for a Hall of Famer evaluation of talent, the quarterback position. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like I would probably put Denver ahead of of, of Buffalo because you got, a, you got a championship defense and you still making terrible decisions. Like really, they literally have a Super Bowl level defense and they right. wasted all yeah. that time and and because they can't figure out these other decisions. So. So I would put Denver ahead of Buffalo. Right. I would too. If I had to do it. Woo! Well, we got everybody primed up for the NFL. Get over there. Watch the draft. Get your stuff together. Uh, uh, make sure that uh, you chart because we're going to give them grades. When you our, our following draft show, what we normally do is we'll figure out who's on the honor roll, who's in good acting. So we're educators. Who's on the honor roll? Who's in good acting and staying? Who's on probation? Who got dropped? And they on year <laughs> they dropped and they can only they got they can apply for readmission in the year. We gonna have a chance to rate that uh, 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 in uh, after the draft. So look forward y'all to catching our show after that. We cannot end the show without the way that we end the show. We, I told you we have three seconds. We have the opening mic. We spent time talking about Russell and Crawford and argue with the union. You know, he, he believes there's some profiling going on with his young, up-and-coming fighter. So we got that warmed up. Then we went to Cypher, talked about the NFL. Now we at the moment. How we going to drop the mic to end the show. You know how we do it. We hand it over to the vet, the wisdom, the man, the man who's kind of the, 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 the person who's the patriarch of the family, of the RG movement, uh, Tom Man Hank, to drop the mic. Thank you. Now, I want, I want to keep a football theme tonight because I, it, it's fun. It's exciting. It gets us going, okay? This is the time of the year when we have the, the draft coming, but before the draft, we had the spring games of the college. So I want to go back into the college game just for a little bit because uh, the, the commissioners of all the, all, the, all the Power Five met this spring. They had their spring meeting, and they said there's no talks to expand the, foot, the, the college football playoffs. Now, why I want to say something about that is because Football, Division One football is dropping. They they are missing the point. They are missing the point so bad that that it needs to be discussed. We just had a fabulous March Madness. Did we not in basketball? Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't win a game, but it was fun yet yet and still because it brought something. Okay, it was decided on the court, and for years now we have Division Two and Division Three football that has figured out a way to decide it on the field. You have baseball. They decided uh, in Omaha, all right? And for some reason, they still want to take a little vote in a secret room to try to figure out who's going to be your tell. They ain't Congress. 
They can't be doing no crazy stuff like that. That's fake news. You know, we got to get off of that. Listen, these young men, we already see you got the transfer portal, which is basically free agency. Okay, you've got everything else that looks like a pseudo NFL anyway. You might as well go ahead and expand the playoff and get it over with. All right. And come out of all this secret room stuff talking about some the integrity of the other 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 uh, student athlete. You don't care about them in any other sport except this, which is the most lucrative of all them all. Get real, quit playing, expand the playoffs, expand the playoffs, so we can really have something to talk about. That's all I got for tonight. We'll see y'all next time. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.